shit. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Third Half Sportscast with Chuck and Kev. I'm Chuck. And I'm Kev. And we have a guest in the house today. We got Andre Psyche in the building. He's not quite a sports guy, but he's a fucking awesome conversationalist. So we decided to have him on. Well, hello, hello, hello. What's up, bro? In his defense, he did watch the Super Bowl with me, and which might be good because I got fucked up there towards the end, dude. <laughs> well, maybe he, he, he might be able to remember a little bit more than you, but <laughs> hopefully you're a little bit more better prepared than that, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen him. He was fucking waddling back and forth. It was fucking hilarious. But the game, really? was, like literally waddling. <laughs> he 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 got to a point. Yes, he got to a point. He was. Uh, <laughs> did you go was... fucking pebbling the penguin in here? <laughs> <laughs> he was enjoying himself. Do I figured at like in a football game like this, right? Come halftime, I thought I was like already emotionally like, oh, it's over, man. The Falcons have this shit. I was like, I can relax. I think almost everybody up. in the nation thought that was gonna happen, mm-hmm. dude. And then out of nowhere, dude, fucking Tom Brady, you fucker. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I had the Falcons through and through. I thought they were gonna win. I wanted them to win. And you called that before the game too. Well, I just didn't want the Patriots to have another ring. Like what's the fuck? Old, Tom Brady. You don't need to be like Michael Jordan. Fuck you. You don't need five. <laughs> it's like Fucker. I mean, I don't want to take any, anything away from it, right? Because they mm-hmm. played good football. They're the they're they're the champs, you know. And Brady's they, a, oh, well deserved. Like, the best. He's the best. But it's that just is like, uh, that. It's like not even it's not it's a conversation now. that you can't you can't question exactly. I mean, it's it's impressive, and it, this is biggest comeback in Super Bowl history. But something like is getting old about seeing Tom Brady winning Super Bowls, at least for our generation, because they're like the big dogs right now. It's just like well, they've always been the big dogs. You gotta think. Mm, when did you start paying attention to football? Like honestly, what mm, year did you start? Probably like four years ago, I think, like that. Oh really? Yeah. So they've been dominating uh, another ten years on top of that. So, so that's really old. Then I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I think Tom Brady won his super, first Super Bowl in what, like two thousand two, two thousand three. Holy wow. shit! So, and that was—I think that was his, his second year playing football. How old is this dude? He's like thirty-nine or something. 30, right? He's thirty-nine. Yes. Not bad. That's, yeah, he was with Peyton Manning, so it's like he's yeah, almost at retirement age, and he's still shredding, dude. He's still fucking tearing it up. Well, I mean, and I—I I think it's extremely stupid to, for you know Terry Bradshaw before the game. You know what I mean? He asked him, and was like, "Are are you going to retire if you win? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like." He's like, why would like he quit? Play till the wheels fall off, dude. Right. Well, well, sure. Tom Brady said this a few years ago. He said, "I'm not gonna quit till I suck." Like, really? Why? Why the fuck would I quit? Dude, they're not gonna suck for a while. By the looks of it, like if they stayed like the way they were right now, mm-hmm. I don't see them sucking. It just, it just blows, dude. I, and no, I, well, like they the don't have story. enough money to keep all the, everything they got over there right now. They'll so. still get picked apart. No, uh, I mean. It happens to every team. So, but then look at the Broncos. Look at how uh, Peyton Manning. I mean, he he kept playing and playing and playing. I mean, the last season it was Ooh, kind of painful to watch. That. Well, he didn't play it. most of the last season because he got hurt. And then freaking because uh, he's so Brock, old. Brock, yeah. Brock Osweiler fucking pretty much got them to the Super Bowl. And then Tom or then Peyton Manning came in and stole the limelight. Dude, it's just like. I don't know. Something about there. There is something to that as far as like a quarterback possibly like maybe just calling it quits while they're in their prime instead of mm-hmm. playing into those embarrassing. Because that like in my mind that Peyton Manning's reputation had just like gone downhill for me after seeing him play like that. Like I don't remember him as like the all time great. Not, uh, no, because uh, five years ago he would have definitely been in the question in the in the conversation of being one of the greatest to play the game, mm-hmm. and then his last three four years just really diminished on that that whole legacy but i mean it's it's just impressive to see a team that can keep it up but i had the falcons dude that would have been an exciting win for oh them. man i i 
uh, uh, Dan Quinn, I don't know what the fuck was going on with your head that whole second half of the game. Why didn't you run the ball? <laughs> so they gave up. They totally did. Uh, you have two, in my opinion, two out of top out of the top five best running backs in the league on the same fucking lineup, and you're not utilizing that. Why? Yeah, and at that point, like what? I think it was like a 28 point lead. No, it was like a 21. 21. Point lead. It was 21 three at halftime. God. And then you just yeah, you just give up state of the air. I mean. See, the one thing to be said, though, as far as that is they have Julio Jones, which, we I mean, we saw the fucking video of this guy. This guy's insane, right? Mm-hmm. He is. The catches he can make are stupid, so it's like you almost want to keep throwing when you got guys like that, maybe. But to give up a lead like that and just to stop scoring when they stop scoring, literally, yeah, nothing, no points in the fourth quarter. And nothing quarter, in the second barely. half. Mm-hmm. It was rough. I guess they got one in the third quarter, I think, really Oh, they early did, on. yeah, right right early in the third quarter, that's right. But it's like they, just, it's like they, they came prepared to play – not a full hour or something like that because they looked so sharp and then it just, just faded. Nah, away. they they just lost steam. I don't know what was going on. Uh, well, I, but honestly, I think the defense wasn't able to keep up. There's really Atlanta's defense was worn the fuck out. I mean, but New England held the ball for like four, 43 minutes during that game. You know Jesus. what I mean on offense, and that's you know that's you're only giving the Atlanta's offense 20 minutes on the field compared to their literally double. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I just. Where, where where would you think it started falling apart? I mean, second second half. Uh, mid mid third quarter is is really when you saw it go down. That's when you know uh, Matt Ryan wasn't making really great decisions. The uh, New England defense really started being able to get pressure on him. You know, I feel like the Atlanta's offensive line kind of gave. I think they were the ones who really first gave up, mm-hmm. and it was just Matt Ryan. He was forced to make decisions, and they weren't very great ones for the rest of that game no you're only gonna get so many insane catches going for you in a certain game at a certain point you just have to like i don't know, keep playing that, that, that's what it felt like to me at least it felt like they just wanted like they were so amped up and then the patriots know how to play these championship games these full games like it seemed mm-hmm. like they just weren't ready in the second half to me uh, I, 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 honestly I, I agree with you on that that's they well, then that shows Bill Belichick being a, a championship coach. That's what he does. He, you know, he, he makes sure that his team keeps their composure and goes back to the philosophy of do your job. This is just another game. Quit putting the the stigma behind mm-hmm. it. You know, things of that sort, and really just focus on this is just another football game. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's going down. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I saw oh, he, like he's that guy. I, I think I said this last week. It, it, it's not to take anything away from Vince Lombardi, but. Sorry, you better step aside because the greatest co- coach to ever coach football is Bill he's Belichick. Right honestly, I mean, he's got what? He's been in the Super Bowl what eight times, seven <laughs> times. He knows how to. He tried a minimum of seven. <laughs> I don't know if he got to one before Brady, but either way, he's going. But the did you guys ever get a chance to see like the parade that you know how like they do the Super Bowl parade for the winners at their hometown? Gronk, <laughs> dude, yeah, Gronk's party, and he's climbing light poles and catching beers from the audience, which I love. I love that about Gronk. But uh, well, he's fucking what, like twenty four years old? Yeah, he's a party animal, dude. Well, duh, what do you think you're gonna give a fucking so giant white dude with a big chin and a shit ton of money? <laughs> what do you think he's gonna do? That guy's gonna go around a party and get so much fucking pussy, it's not even funny. Dude, it's working for him. He's fucking slaying it out dude, there. That's I mean, didn't he get in trouble last year for throwing some big ass cruise party yeah. fucking thing? I mean, the guy, he does it. But what, what, who the fuck wouldn't? I mean, honestly, you can't blame you the guy. You that kind of money. You're in the prime of your life. 
Dude, uh, not to take anything away from Gronk's party, but LaShawn McCoy, when he was playing for the Eagles, threw a fucking <laughs> party, uh, and they almost kicked him off the team for it. He threw a party where it's only girls invited to him. So <laughs> I thought that was the most gangster move ever. He just Literally. invited hundreds of girls, and he was to be the only guy at the party. Wow. That what is a big probably, <laughs> that was like, that's Hugh Hefter shit, bro. Yeah, like, LaShawn McCoy, like, fuck. <laughs> What a badass. And the press was all hating on him for doing some shit like that. Like, like come shut on. Shut the fuck up. Every single dude that's <laughs> dogging on him right now is think secretly They're in his head going, fuck. fuck, man, I wish I had that much money. Why didn't I get an yeah. invite? God. Fuck, dude. Jealous as shit. Yeah. He canceled it, though. So He canceled the party? Yeah, he canceled the party because oh. I think it was the Bills told him to. Fucking assholes. They don't, just don't want to have fun. <laughs> know, How right? dare they? <laughs> no, LaShawn, you can't have a party with 250 girls. You sound like such a bitter person. Yeah, like what? Discipline him. <laughs> like, you're a fucking hater, dude. Like, like how could, there's no good argument against dude, that. Dude, and what's like, fu- what's so funny is every girl there wants to bang him out, dude. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know. Why, like, would you just like have like a like a waiting line at the front door, like you're on the list, be like, oh, we're at capacity <laughs> right now. One shit comes out, the next one comes in, and it's just like, oh, we're at capacity. Hold on. There's only one chick in there. <laughs> then you might let like three in at once, and then it's like, those three go out. It's like, all right. That would be a weird party, though. No joke. Like A party like that in real life would be kind of strange. <laughs> it would be awkward. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I, uh, I mean, I just hope it would be like every man's dream of what a sorority party looks like with no yeah. dudes. It's like, oh. No reality. How many girls could you go through before you're just like, I'm done? You I know. know I, dude, I'd way. get to maybe three and be like, all right, I don't know if I can keep going. Well, yeah. right. well, I'm just thinking, out. even if it's a group, you know, you got like a group of three, then you maybe can get a group of five, and then you just get <laughs> bored. You're like, man, I'm just tired. Like, this yeah, thing don't this go anywhere. Well, well, the whole thing is, is like when the lights off, all the pussy feels the same. So it's like, why don't you just have the same one, dude? <laughs> well, you like, need one one on your face, one on your dick, one just rubbing all over you. I mean, you can. Well, no, you need the other one stimulating the chick's tits while they're sitting yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you and go. making out and stuff, keeping it, keeping, oh. keeping the party going. Yeah, that's the other fucking party. I take, I take it back. Maybe that is not a, a lame ass weird party. <laughs> but at the, at the same <laughs> yeah, time, yeah, but like hella chicks. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm saying, once you get past like like you said, like the five or six point, it's like really like like I don't have enough hands and toes and dick to fucking <laughs> Dude, no support way. all of that fucking funness. It's turned into a job. Too right. much of a good thing. That's why. Is. That's why. That's what. That's why you need a buddy system. You know what I mean, bro? Yep. Fucking high five, tag team. team. Why yeah. didn't he invite the team? Right? I think it was almost just a publicity move, just to Damn. be like, fuck all you guys. No, it was probably him. just a move to be like, somebody fucking bet him that he wouldn't do something like that. And he's like, all right, bitch. Fucking <laughs> watch me, bitch. Like, you don't think I fucking pull chicks? Watch this shit. You know, I, I get the NFL owns the players and, you know, they control their life to, to a T. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, how is this going to be any negative thing on his performance? Other than if anything, no. it's a positive uh, Well, no, it's, yeah. a, it's bad publicity for, for it because, obviously, <laughs> the NFL is trying, trying, to, trying to get everybody to be a fan of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And if they're going around and letting dudes just fucking have massive orgies, just one fucking dude, I don't think it's really going to apply to the female fucking, you know. Uh, or the kids, mate. Well, consumer. I think that's a role model. I don't know. <laughs> Someone that never watched football before, like, comes well, to the no, stage. Well, no, like, okay. So, me and my wife have talked about this before, and obviously, there's a, a social double standard between male and female. You yeah, know, when it comes always. to sexual relations, and it, it's just a part of society that most men, most men and women are accustomed to. You know what I mean? And they they don't even question it. You know, my wife is not that way at all. She was like, so I told her I was like, "Fuck, dude." Well, because I told her my dad told me at a young age. He said, "Don't ever fucking turn pussy down." Because when you turn 55 <laughs> and you've been fucking the same one for the last 30 fucking years, you're going to look back and go, fuck, I should have fucked that chick. 
It don't matter what she looked like. It still felt the same when the lights are off, dude. Fuck that <laughs> shit. But so my dad told me that. And I, I kind of, me and my wife were talking about this at one point, and and uh, she was like, "Well, would you tell Shay that?" And I was like, "What? No. Why would I fucking tell my daughter to go fuck everything that moves?" You know? <laughs> oh, dude, no way, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, and no. she's she's like she's like no, but you can't tell her son that if you're not going to tell her daughter that. And I was like, "Oh, hold on a second here. <laughs> fucking pump the brakes for a second. There's those are whole two separate journeys. You know what I mean? With whole two societies that they have to go through of a of a society standard, I guess you could say. Mm, you know what I mean? Course. I don't know. Well, it, I even saw a meme, you could say. Uh, it was a picture of an old man with a woman, and your father saying to his son, try to be like that old man. He's like, okay, you know, be successful, be rich, be right. be able to get this girl. And, and the same thing, tell tell the woman, try not to be that woman. Because, I mean, you got to, you know, be, again, strong, right. be all these things. So you not be turned into that lady. Right. It's it's a double standard, and we just have to live with it. We, it. I, 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 I agree. I, I just... There's, I I don't agree with all the double standards. Obviously, you know what I mean. But those, that's, that's that that one right there. I I just I don't know. I kind of stick with that. I was just like, well, okay. So I saw there. Here's another meme. This one's <laughs> this is funny. We're going over there. So there's this one. It was like uh, it was like from Kill Bill, and it was you know the sensei guy at the beginning of the Kill Bill that teaches her how to fight and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's asking him a question. She's like, so why is it bad for a girl? You know, if if she fucks a bunch of guys, she's a slut. But if a guy fucking fucks a bunch of chicks he's a hero mm-hmm. he's like and he brought this mm-hmm. up he said um what was it he said he said a key that can open many locks is brilliant a lock that was opened <laughs> by any key isn't worth anything mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 i saw that and i was like fuck that's so true that is true like that is like a real a uh, thing i guess i don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. of course but. So so football wise, I want to I want to ask like okay so if the Falcons came in like I mean they came in hot they, they came did just, they came in swinging so what would you say how they look like how, the Seahawks when how, they played the Falcons how were they able to just come out so hot and just just be swinging left and right and then the Patriots have well, nothing the, to answer it's, for the whole well, half did, did they know a, no it's I don't think they expected the Patriots to come out in that second half as hard as they did. Mm-hmm. Because why, uh, a lot of these guys, they're coming up for contract and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, at this point, you know you're going to lose. Play the game, but don't play to the point where you're going to hurt yourself and risk money for next season. Oh, that's very true. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I thought maybe maybe that's kind of the mentality that Atlanta had coming back in. I, I don't know, but uh, honestly, they just didn't have the steam to keep it rolling all the way through. You know, there, there was a funny moment when I was watching like the end of this game and the coaches actually came out and talked about this earlier, where it, this was like, if there was a real-life game of Madden, this was it. Because <laughs> and it's, it's no bullshit. At the end of the game, they said that the players on the team said they were pretty much playing like Madden, like uh, blitz everything uh, coverage. There was a, They would line up uh, two cornerbacks on their wide receivers and send everybody with no defense at all. Yeah. So you just get burned if they completed a pass. Like yeah. They were playing insane, and I don't think that the, the Falcons thought like, they were gonna like do that shit. They just dude. Gave it's to him, Bill like, Belichick. It's so crazy. Like, well, how would you not expect that though? It's like, and then this, and uh, uh, to be honest, this isn't fucking the first time Dan Quinn's faced off against Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl. <laughs> so, what? Where the fuck did you think was gonna be any different than than that one? You know what I mean? Obviously, that was a way more entertaining game to watch. You know, but just because it was so close at the end there, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was a crazy one. That was fucking nuts, but. But at this point, Dan Quinn, you know Bill Belichick's not going to give up. You know he's going to start throwing the fucking ball and throwing it hard. And especially in my opinion, with pa- the Patriots have one of the best 
I would say, most consistent receiving course in the league, you know, with Danny Amendola, uh, Julian Edelman, fucking Martellus Bennett, you know, those Whoever guys. number 19 was was killing it, too. Oh, was that, that Lewis was. or White? Um, no, the running backs. The running backs for our team were killing it, but there was a receiver they had. I think he was a rookie. And oh, Hogan. Yeah, he's been having a fucking lightning year coming in here. Oh, like, man. Well, not really the whole year. It's just the last – in the in the postseason is when he really – solidified his job there you know which isn't bad because you're like if you have like so when you're in the super bowl you, that guy you're not gonna cover as hard right you're gonna be like this is the third best receiver on their team we'll lay off him you know the rookie coming in and i think that was a mistake dude because that rookie started fucking torching out. oh yeah uh yeah i don't i don't know i, I honestly and i think it was uh I think the Patriots would have had a much more stronger postseason even though they did win the super bowl if they wouldn't have got rid of jamie collins yeah, but the fact the fact that they can cut a guy like that right and, and still going insane. Well, and then Tom Brady <laughs> missed four fucking games in the beginning of the season, Dude. and they still won the Super Bowl. <laughs> what a fuck you to Roger Goodell, right? right. They suspended him. They were going to. Oh, court did you see that at the after at the end? The it entire stadium was fucking <laughs> booing him, and then as soon as he hands it off to fucking dick face owner Patriots guy, I fucking always forget that guy's name. Uh, no Kraft, idea. Robert Kraft. As soon as they hand the Lombardi off to Kraft, everybody goes fucking shit. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Is he really that fucking hated, dude? He just tries to do his job. <laughs> it's so funny though. Like, I just imagine that awkward scenario. You su- you you suspend this guy for the first four games, like to punish him, and then he comes back and wins the Super Bowl, and you have to all of a sudden. Yeah, like- <laughs> basically just. Uh, and he did, he only lost one game the entire season. You know, it was like. That was a total fucking bird. You know, fucking straight to Goodell. So. It was, man. It's just like Tom Brady is insane like that. And their their whole fucking organization from top to bottom. Mm. What, what the fuck was I bringing that for? Oh, I have to get this out of the system because this was related to a previous conversation. Uh, but you did you herpes. see the, the owner <laughs> no, or uh, the coach, uh, Belichick, trying to start that fucking chant during that parade? No. Oh, my God. He was trying to start it. You know their motto, do your job, yeah, which dude. I actually kind of like. Yeah, for I love football. that job. But then or he was like model. trying to start a chant saying, how do we win it? No days off. And he kept, the crowd wasn't going for it. And he did it like 30 fucking times. It's like one of those cringeworthy video, videos. He's just uh, trying so hard. Belichick? Yeah. And he's such a fucking asshole. Like, he never says shit to nobody. Right? What a fucking shitty city to not just give that guy a little something when he when he opens up to you. Then you guys just like, what? fuck he's off. He's never going to do that again. He's, he's like, well, fuck you too then. I guess I won't fucking be a little more in-depth when I talk to the media. <laughs> I wish I had the audio for that to play on this fucking podcast. I'm sure it's a lot like, of people see dude, it. Dude, we're going to so have weird. to get that and put it on a, on a soundboard to drop that. Yeah. <laughs> no days off. <laughs> no days off. And the crowd's just dead silent. <laughs> it's like, what? No days off. Fuck you. I wouldn't get to watch a fucking Super Bowl if I didn't have no days off, asshole. That's like when I try to start the wave at a restaurant and nobody buys it. <laughs> Dude, if oh, I yeah. saw if I had never met you and I saw you fucking do that, I would totally join in. I fucking totally would do that. High five. Thank you. I, I did get two people across from us to do it. So I mean we had a we had a ripple. It's gotta start ripple. somewhere. Hey, fuck <laughs> it, dude. You know that did you know the wave was invented in Seattle in the kingdom? I did not. Really? Yes, it did. Wow. Seahawks bitch. <laughs> Hell we're yeah. the loudest, and we started the wave. Okay, next year we're going. We're coming this for the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh, Russell Wilson already tweeted out right after the fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl Fifty Two. I'm coming for you. Good. Fuck yeah, dude. So I'm, be, I'm be already be stoked for next season. I'm like, it's all right. It's over. Mm. But I'm like, fuck that. There's so much that we can still know what is going to happen for next year. Mm. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna like, be fun to watch. Like dude. the Seahawks signing Blair Walsh. What the fuck? 
That's a strange move. That is extremely strange. You have, you have Steven Hauschka. And then Who you fucked up a lot. He missed six fucking extra points this but season dude, and three key field goals. If you think about the Seahawks, he's like an icon to their team. He is like, <laughs> like represents the Seahawks. Hauschka is like, they have chants and shit from at the stadium. Like, no, who's the guy Ra- down Ryan is the kicker that is loved here. Now, Hauschka is not so much. Not over the last couple of seasons, at least. You know, they, we call them house money or whatever you want to call them because he never fucking missed back then. But mm-hmm. And then you got jo- the John anymore. Ryan, the ginger ninja. That motherfucker, <laughs> dude. I love that guy. That guy's fucking hilarious, too. He is. He's so funny. That big Canadian yeah. fuck. All of his fake punts crack me up. Like, the looks on his faces during those <laughs> fake punts, dude. <laughs> looks like a fucking water yeah. boy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Mama say it. <laughs> I know. I mean. When, pretty much at this point, I'm just looking forward to to next season, right? Because I didn't have a lot of. St- I mean, this was probably one of the most exciting Super Bowls I've ever seen. No, it just wasn't. The, I think it was because that comeback exciting. in yeah. the overtime, first overtime Super Bowl ever. That's like, true. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of pressure, a lot of shit on the line, a lot of crazy plays. So it, like, it got me fired up. But I had no stakes in this. You know, this isn't Detroit. It's not Seattle. They didn't make it in. You know, God, I wish I was never gonna happen for Detroit. But you know, at the never same time, never. not with Matt Stafford. <sighs> It's Tony Romo needs to go to Detroit. <laughs> oh my God, that would be the weirdest oh thing ever. <laughs> really, it would. Yeah. Though. That'd be super awkward. Like it would just be seeing so that guy awkward. in that fucking gay baby blue. <laughs> you know what though? A little bit of me would be kind of excited. I kind of would if they made that signing. It'd be awkward though when you have two quarterbacks like of that level. I know Tony Romo's like better, but he's injury prone. You just have him like on the same fucking squad. Well, look at Garoppolo, Garoppolo and Brady. Yes. Yeah, they do. Garoppolo's a good quarterback, and he's sitting behind Brady. So it's like Matt Flynn back in the day sitting behind Brett Favre. It'll get you good, man. If you like, if you're learning from one of the best, the like, greats, being you know? his number two would be probably the best way to get the good only. At the only one that I didn't see that w- that worked out was Jake Locker and Matt Hasselback down in fucking uh, Tennessee. There, that was a total fucking fiasco, but. It's. I mean, you got to be. I don't know. Like, what are you? What are you most excited about? Well, actually, before before we get to the beginning of next year, dude, did you see the awards, the honors? Yes. There's some weird ones in here. There is. I but, do uh, like this uh, most valuable being Matt Ryan. Oh, definitely. But um, let's take a quick commercial break. Let's and do then it. We'll get back to that shit. Oh snap. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. Go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows. At Secret Transpod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Third Half Sportscast. And uh, we got Andre Psyche in the house here joining us. Uh, reintroduction, I guess you would call it. And... Shit, Dick Kev over there, and yeah. uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the the dude, the duder, that makes all of this possible. Um, but uh, let's get back into this, and we're going to talk about uh, NFL honors for this season, which uh, a lot of these guys really deserved it. Uh, there was. I know there are some that surprised you, but I feel like some of these, some of these are ridiculous. I think a lot of them are accurate, but some of these are just uh, I didn't see them coming. At least, interesting. 
Coy, Apoy, Roy. This is all <laughs> funny names Dude. for oh. no, defensive player of the year. Again, <laughs> Why are they all named Deploy or Opoy? Coy. I was gonna say uh, Jason Garrett is Coy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know him that well, but maybe uh, coach of the year. <laughs> yeah. That that one coach, Coy H C Jason Garrett. <laughs> I like yeah. that. He's so Coy. <laughs> he that was. I mean, I guess okay. For I guess that that's a good example. That that guy, I I did kind of see that coming because the Cowboys turned around the fucking. Oh yeah. They went from being a team that nobody expected to even come close to the playoffs this season to taking two rookies and turning it into a pretty impressive regular season run. Yeah. Oh, they went far. I've never heard so many like Texas fans just being up and at them about about the season because they were just talking mad shit, as they should, because their team was doing fantastic. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott is a spectacular football specimen. That guy's fucking a freak of nature. Dude. And he's got a really bright future. Online, you can only see, like, you always see, like, memes for, like, cowboy fans, like, being gay and all this shit, (laughs) right? And now it's like, I've stopped seeing those memes because it's, like, it's hard to still argue with the fact that they're so fucking good now. Other than Zeke dresses like a queer sometimes. He wears those little half shirts hanging out. He looks like a little (laughs) fucking... He's a strange looking dude. He he looks like he's been hanging out with fucking Pat Swayze and two I can't take anything away from his football ability, though. The guy's fucking good. So. Wow, player of the year, Matt Ryan. The uh, mm. offensive player of the year. Also very Matt Ryan. They, start, they set a record for uh, the very first possession of every football game scoring a touchdown. Wow. Really? That's like that's really not easy to do. No, they did this not. against very good teams this year. I mean, the Super Bowl, it broke their streak. But... They they their offense is the best offense going into the Super Bowl. I mean, this whole year, like they they're insane. They Ugh. are all insane, and Matt Ryan's what makes it all happen. I mean, they got well, bomb no, ass running they have backs, dude. Bomb running backs, bomb receivers. I mean, and a really He's a supporting cast, a really consistent offensive line. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a, uh, I feel like that's a justified one. This is the one. This is I don't agree with. I mean, I might be biased as a Seattle fan. Cleo Mack got Defensive Player of the Year, and I mean, he he did have a great season. I just don't feel like it was as good as last season, and I really feel like Bobby Wagner had probably one of the best seasons ever in football. Well, he more than doubled. He more than doubled the tackles right all year. Which I mean, how many sacks did did Cleo Mack get? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Five forced fumbles. I think what. Bobby Wagner had two forced fumbles, 116 tackles, and an interception. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's a tough argument. I do like because I I always felt like the, like he's more important to the Raiders like as an entire organization. Like if they lost I don't him, know. Their Bobby Wagner is the captain of the defense. He's the one who calls out everything that happens on the field for the defense. It'd be tough to replace him, but Seattle's got such like a good uh, defensive unit. What are you that talking about with Bruce good. Irvin being gone? The only one they got left that's a real powerhouse that comes at linebacker is KJ Wright. Yeah, but I mean, you you take away a guy like Cleo Mack away from Oakland's defense, they don't have a lot of stars. Not stars. Well, they're so young, though. That's why they have a lot of time to grow. You would you you could have said the same thing about freaking uh, Red Bryant four years ago when with how young the Seattle's defense was. You know what I mean? It's the same. It's the same thing. You know, it's I I I don't know. I just I I just feel like Bobby Wagner just had a way better season than he did. Put out way more effort and. I don't. Know. They both players that can blow fucking games wide open too. But oh, like, yeah. yeah, dude, I just love. I, you know, I, I don't know. Cleo Mack is probably the best edge rusher in the game when, next to JJ Watt. You know, a healthy JJ Watt. You know, but mm. 
I, I, I really don't feel like there's really uh, anybody else that can do what he does. Uh, may, or I don't know. Thomas Davis is pretty good over there in uh, fucking Carolina. Carolina. He's pretty good too. But that's – I don't know. He's young and he's way more athletic than those big guys. I so. just think it's good like the Raiders have like a dude like this because – like, a, a dude like that, you you have this, like, epic fucking year, right? You are one of the best teams in the AFC, and you come towards the end of the season when you're about to make the playoffs, and then you lose Derek Carr, your best you – know, I mean, obviously, one of the better well, quarterbacks the leader in the your, NFL. The leader of your offense. So, it's like, I'm just glad that at least they have, like, some defensive dudes to hold on to because, like, I feel so bad for them. They were so fucking good, and then they mm-hmm. put in a piece of shit at quarterback, and then it just fell off the rest of the year. Everyone what was that was fucking over. guy's name? I don't even remember. Nope. I mean, that's how good he was right there. I don't even remember that shit either. Well, he's a rookie. Yeah. Fresh out. I mean, and and you're playing. You're playing. Who did they play? Or not Kansas City. Pittsburgh? Um, I forgot who they played early in the playoffs. But it, no, was, it was like. Texans. It was yeah. the Texans. And they just got. That's right. Yeah, but the Texans have a decent defense. And, and they got Clowney, too. A, a brand new quarterback just coming in playing like some of his first snaps ever. Ever in the NFL, yeah. yeah, that's that that's pretty brutal throwing throwing the throwing them to the Lions though. So you know, I was gonna say you know, the offensive line really makes a huge difference on on the quarterback, but you can only go so far if you yeah. got somebody like that just just in there just not knowing anything, just throwing balls around. Exactly, Fucking, you're not prepared for like some shit like that. You know, that's, that's, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. Not, you know that whole you game. know thinking be like fuck. I'm a rookie. I haven't done anything to mm-hmm. get this team where they're at this season. They've all worked so hard to get here, and now it's all on me to make sure that they get to the next step. That's a pretty intimidating factor. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's pressure. a lot of pressure. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I believe. I'm not sure if I'm mistaken on this, but I think he was one of the first rookies that like their first career pass in the NFL was in the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now your team's here. Uh, when is the Super Bowl? Here's mm-hmm. a football. Like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, if you have to t- some time to build up some confidence, I'm sure he would have done better. But, yeah. dude, I mean, you, you just jump deep in the water. Not many people can, can survive <laughs> no, there. No, you just no. can't. Straight in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's rough. And that, like, and that that like amount of pressure will probably make him look worse overall because oh, yeah. like he chokes and you know because of the pressure. So now it's like that's all yeah, everyone's seen. That's not just any pressure. That's that's way more pressure because you now you have a whole team looking at you going, mm-hmm. "I fucking hate you, dude. Mm-hmm. You just dude, fucked all up fans. My, uh, all my hard work." Oh. But it, he didn't. It was mm-hmm. it, it wasn't his fault. No, really. it was a collective thing. But that, yeah, that's insane. Well, give them a reason to just bust ass next year. Hopefully, you know, if Derek Carr doesn't come back by next year, he's unless they get another well, quarterback, a, he's gonna have to you know prove himself. Well, he's he got a broken leg or broke. <laughs> what was it? Broken fibula. We had a lot of broken legs this year in the yeah. NFL. Like literally, like that. I've never seen it before in a year. Like you see ACLs, MCLs. <laughs> These are broken fucking legs, dude. <laughs> That's well, insane. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with a, a lot of teams are shoulder tackling now. You know what I mean? Not wrapping up. They're just. Full just on, full kinetic force. You know what I mean. So, so I, I really, I think that has a lot to do with it because it sends guys flying in all kinds of directions. Dude, and and where, every, dude, they're getting bigger every year. The people getting in these bigger NFL, and more athletic. Like six five. You, you, eight, you, you fast. had you had rookies coming into the combine this season that were like six six, fucking two hundred eighty pounds, <laughs> running like a fucking three six forty. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the, like human beings shouldn't be that big and fast. You're gonna break some bones at a certain point. Right. When you have those you know dudes what I mean? Flying it's just the, 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 that body was not meant for that kind of uh, impact. <laughs> Do you think that instill anytime soon? Just uh, taking off some of the uh, some of the equipment to 
to make it more like rugby. So then it's more full. Oh, contact that's what Michael Bennett does. You know, that's that's a very you know for the NFL like they were actually considering they see there's a, a league that plays with no helmets mm-hmm. and they have less injuries because mm-hmm. of the fact that like same thing like in well a players fighting. are obviously going to play a lot more conscientiously about yeah, getting fucked smart. up in the head. You know, actually using shoulder tackles or getting down low rather than I'm putting my head down and running right fucking mm-hmm. through you because it's not going to hurt that bad. You know, that would be interesting to see the NFL going away like that. Like, that would be, be a curious no, experience to cause, watch. No, because honestly, why do we watch football? Ah, yeah, the collisions. The, to the watch art. people get laid the fuck out. That's like you watch any other sport. NASCAR fans, why the fuck do they watch NASCAR? <laughs> Who wants crashes. to see a car turn left for fucking four hours? <laughs> Sorry, I don't. So I mean, not nothing on against NASCAR fans and stuff like that. the The whole point of sports is somebody could get really fucked up doing this, and they do it good. So I say, roid them up. I say, fuck let yeah, him, let him go crazy with it. Never stop Brian them. Bosworth. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> let him become like I mean, he was seven foot chill, tall, but. fucking Hulk looking dude slamming into bunch each of other. fucking corn fed fucking Wisconsin boys. <laughs> good damn. But. I don't know. I, Real I, life human giants just running around. Uh, and then we got, uh, what is that? Offensive oh, rookie yeah. of the year, Dak Prescott. Uh, we were talking uh, shit about rookie uh, we, rookie quarterback earlier. This one, we he, can't even. No, nah, he was fantastic. But, I mean, look at who you got to coach you through this whole thing. It's Tony Romo. A lot of people might talk shit about Romo. I mean, he's injury prone, but that guy is an amazing quarterback. He's a baller. And uh, when you got someone with that kind of mental – strong you know toughness trying to coach you through this and help you get along through this entire season uh, i really feel like that had a lot to do with what dallas did this year you know well and also like so i i agree with this i feel like zeke actually i feel like zeke deserved it. he brought zeke on stage with him when he got this award and said literally I like too. hey i couldn't do it without this guy so giving him some props at the awards which is pretty cool because quarterbacks always get selected but that running back was what did it i mean Dak, I, i'm not taking anything away from the dude I'm insane, saved like their year. Yeah, but, but a lot of underneath shit, a lot of quick routes designed for a rookie's first year, but he executed well. Yeah. So, like, I just, I feel like Zeke was a bigger factor on that team than Dak. But that, I mean, that's a hard argument right there. I don't know. It's, I, I say props to him. I know, I knew it was going to be one of those the whole way through this year. Those were no rookie tandem has done what these dudes have done in the history of the NFL. No. A rookie quarterback and running back, you're pretty much replacing the core of your whole team, and then you do better. That's insane. Not just better, you dominate the NFC. Fucking, he was a killer, man. Yeah, next year is going to be a beautiful thing to watch, that's for sure. Especially with the new talent coming in. I mean, I haven't Ooh. been watching any of the uh, the, the college football. Talk, I don't know if you, guys, you don't you don't know any of the rookies coming in. Mm. That's all right. The only thing we know is they're bigger. <laughs> they're just bigger. They're getting bigger and faster. Bigger and so. faster. We're gonna get a defensive rookie of the year. We got San Diego's Joey Bosa, <laughs> and. Uh, I really, to be honest, don't know a fucking thing about this guy. I'll, I'll so. tell you a hilarious thing about this guy, right? So this dude was going, uh, I, I believe, I don't know if he was number one overall, but either way, he was a very, he was one of the top two. He was one of the first two people drafted this year, right? This dude what are you is talking about Jared Goff and fucking other, the other total failure. Where, no, that was last year. No, th- oh, la- him last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I believe. No, this no, is rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. No, this season was freaking Jared Goff and fucking. The guy that fucked up in Philly, Carson Wentz. Fuck. All right. I think he's top ten now. I'm pretty sure he's top ten when the when the Chargers picked. I don't know for sure, but no, no, he was. He was because he was getting big money. So he was coming into San Diego, getting that the big boy first round pick uh, dollars, right? Yeah. But he the, and this is a bad move for any rookie ever coming into the NFL. 
he decides to say, I don't want to play for you guys. You guys, you guys got to pay me more. <laughs> Coming out. Like, the NFL is giving you this opportunity. You were playing for free in college. You come here, millions of dollars on this contract. And he said, no, <laughs> not going to do it. He held out for, like, some weeks. And then when they finally paid him, the, which looked bad for the Chargers, by the way, the fact that the Chargers yeah, they to should, that, they should that's not let good. that kind of shit happen. I mean, because there's a reason like why a Seattle reason. doesn't pay Michael Bennett when he wants to get paid and all of that, because then yeah. everybody's going to want to be doing that. Now shit. every rookie that's ever going to come out is going to start holding out and shit like that, because a rookie holdout shouldn't even happen. Mm-hmm. This is a no, gift you've been given. This, by yeah, exactly. You are get, you were just given something that literally fucking millions upon millions of people would give up anything to do, but. This guy's so fucking good that the Chargers said, you know what, it's worth it. And then he comes in like a few weeks into this holdout. They pay him. He comes back and gets rookie of the year. He was that fucking good. And he knew it too. Yeah, he he knew. I mean, yes, see, that's what tears up that argument because he knew his worth. He held out. I just feel like it's risky because if you do, right, say they go. And then they go, fuck you, and that ruins your NFL career. And then you've been cut by this team. Yeah, but what the fuck does he care? He knows he's that good at football. He's got an education. He can go get a fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah, and obviously it was worth the talent. And you're right. Maybe if they did drop him, one of these other teams probably saw him at the Combine too, saw what this motherfucker could do. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean – there you go. Good on him. Know, it's yeah, just know your worth. He he killed it, dude. He's an insane hey, and a white guy. Not a lot of white guys in the NFL that are that good anymore. Go honkies. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so we got uh fucking uh, comeback player of the year, Mr. Jordy Nelson. Wow. And uh he had a he had a great season until he got hurt again. Yes. And then he had a more of a good postseason until they got their asses beat. Well, and this guy has a big connection to Aaron Rodgers, right? They're buddies. These d- dudes, I mean, they're doing commercials together, which doesn't make them buddies. But they <laughs> hang out. They, they hang out. Like, these guys are good friends. And their connection on the field has always been there. And then, you know, you, you missed him all last year. Gone. Their team suffered for it. They get him back this year. This guy is the master of uh, post routes. This guy will run yeah, 40 down, for yards sure. down the field and catch you these long balls. That's why. That's how you get over you know 1,200 yards on only 97 catches. Like he was a baller. He was a deep threat. And Aaron Rodgers, who can throw deep better than that guy? So like him being Tom back. Brady. I mean, look. I mean, they collapsed in the playoffs. But when on their way up to the playoffs, they took out you know. Some of my precious teams, but they uh, also check out like, Seattle and beat the shit out of them yeah. at the end of the season. They they were on a fucking was it like forty four three or something or forty four eight or it something. Bad. It was really it was bad. A ho- they hard football game to watch. Or no, forty four like eighteen or something. it was bad though. Seattle got fucked up. I mean, it's crazy. But you know, he's that big of a factor, and I feel like I don't know he deserved it because come back. You know, you miss a whole year off. Usually, you come back in, people don't expect you to be. You know, the the exact same person a lot of times. Like, they limit expectations, and then he just jumps right back after. But, I mean, he gets hurt again. He breaks ribs or some shit. Damn. And then he was in that flak jacket in the playoffs. He was wearing, like, literally Kevlar and shit stacked up. But he was playing with broken fucking ribs. That's wow. brutal. I've had many of broken ribs. Yeah, I've had a fractured a rib, and I couldn't terrible, sneeze without, like, almost terrible crying. Terrible experience. Dude's getting tackled with broken ribs, not just... Oh. And you're talking about by... Six foot five, two hundred fifty pound fucking yeah. dudes running full speed at you. So his doctor was probably like, "God damn it, no! <laughs> what eyes the- ribs? They'll be all right. <laughs> it would have been a ruptured vertebra. <laughs> yeah, been a little, little more apprehensive, but guy's a motherfucker. So they got uh, assistant coach of the year, Mister Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. They're there for uh, for uh, Atlanta. There, uh, well, <laughs> just, yeah, you know, this is a funny thing. They gave this out, I believe, before the Super Bowl. 
And then yeah, they did. now look what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this guy who just got offensive coach of the year or assistant coach of the year. And now he just got a head coaching job, too. Uh, you know, I mean, sure, you got him that far. But there was some bad calls by the Falcons. Uh, like right there when they could have iced that game. It was their that, offensive Where coaches. they fucked up that field goal and then got sacked at where they should have mm-hmm. fucking kicked the field goal. After that and they, catch, yeah. It would have put it out of reach. It would have been over. But the offense decided the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen done is, is this is sillier than like running on not running on that one yard line when Seattle did it. This was crazier than that. Like they had the game in their hands. So I mean, good on him for getting a, a new coaching job. But it's like, ooh, that's a little rough that the coaching staff did that, you know, during Super Bowl. But he got his award, yeah, so, so. I'm mean, fucking good on that guy. And uh, I think that's it for the honors of this season. Yeah. Then they always got the weird ones like the man of the year, but I mean, there's there's one on those. I think every Bobby team. Wagner did get eventually get a award. It was uh, Seattle's uh, uh, athlete of the year or Washington's athlete of the year. Built for male athlete. The built for tough offensive line of the year. Dallas the Cowboys, Cowboys. <laughs> which they do every year. So and remember, drive a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, dude. They just FedEx Air Player of the Year, FedEx Ground Player of the. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, let's go. Oh wait, hold I want to read these cheesy fucking things out. What do we got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> FedEx Air Player of the Year, Matt Ryan. <laughs> FedEx Ground Player of the Year. Oh, there you go. Zeke got an award That's at least. <laughs> Castrol Edge, Clutch Performer of the Year, Derek Carr. <laughs> Matt Stafford should have got that. Yeah, actually, that's the one I do have some beef with. You know, you, you come into the NFL this year, and you get a record for the most fourth-quarter comebacks. Ever. <laughs> oh, but, you know. Derek Carr's more clutch. A little biased. But I guess no. not because he got his ass handed to him by Seattle. Bro. I know. So sad. That was embarrassing wearing that Lions jersey. Uh, I, I bet it was. Uh, but so it was it. wearing a Seattle jersey when they played Atlanta. So The play of the year. Oh, we can watch this right now. Bridgestone performance play of the year, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. Play this is a spectacular catch. All right, here we go. Loading this baby up. Hopefully we can hear it through these. Oh, we can. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. shit. Whoa. Oh, he got laid wow. the fuck God. out and held on to it. Wow. That was a one-hander and to get, dude, <laughs> wow. got blasted so fucking hard. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, they're going to slow-mo that shit. Who, who, who hit him? Right hand. What? Oh, what? here comes a strong Brandon. safety. Oh, oh right that was a Cam wow. Chancellor Vernon Davis hit. Dude, you, know, you don't even really, okay, you bring it in for a second. How oh, do you wow. how do you keep and you're getting hit that hard to just hold on to that football? You just it's literally oh. <laughs> literally flex every fucking muscle in your body at that point. Play of the fucking year. All right, well deserved. Wow. I agree. I agree. Courtyard greatness on the road uh, on the road or what the fuck? Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Oh, first performance on the road on week 14 versus Buffalo. Yeah. Salute to service. Dan Quinn. Good on him. Charitable fuck. Philanthropist. I don't even know what the word means. Philanthropist. Wait, what am I saying? I'm not saying that. <laughs> You're good. Did I say it right? Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm un- uneducated. <laughs> well, fuck, dude. Kind of. He's a humble man. That's a good year. That is a good year. All we have now is to look forward to the next one and hope that the draft goes fucking sweet. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, what What is it? Is that in June? May? May? Or June, something like that. Oh, uh, when they do the combine and draft and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I think it's May. Yeah. 
I do want to watch the draft this year. I plan on yeah. taking some time for that. Well, one. I think we need to do a uh, a podcast, a uh, live podcast during that Saturday during the draft. Yeah, for the big for the big boys. That actually be pretty fun. I think that'd be pretty spectacular. But in the meantime, I think we're gonna do some music review and stuff like that in our spare time and off season of. Uh, the NFL here, and obviously we're going to keep up with UFC, which also, ladies and gentlemen, we have UFC 208 this weekend. You got Holly Holm facing some Brazilian chick with a dude's name, and then you got uh, Dustin Poirier going to kick some ass. You got uh, Derek Brunson and um, fucking Anderson Silva. I mean, there's there's going to be some good fights on this card. So well, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot Silva's fighting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No shit. And then uh, who's he fighting, by the way? Derek Brunson. Another black dude. <laughs> so, but Silva's gonna fuck him up. It's gonna be bad. And then uh, who else is fighting? I know I'm forgetting one. I know. Uh, no, it's not Khabib and Tony Ferg's. I don't want to see Khabib fight again. Actually, uh, he's fighting Tony Ferguson for the interim 155 belt. Ooh. So that's gonna be. Uh, I'm probably. I'm probably more excited about that fight than I have been for a fight in a long time. So. It, sh- it should be pretty pretty entertaining. Uh, the the home fight actually should be really good as well. I'm 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 really not an advocate too much on women's MMA, but um, just because the competition really isn't there like it is in men's. No, it's not the same yet. You know, it's it's like watching women play football. You know, it's nothing against women, and not that they're not capable of doing. It. Obviously, these chicks are going out there and slugging it out and really, mm-hmm. you know, f- you know, putting on a good show for us. But it's just. The, the technique really isn't there. I feel like, you know, I mean, it's not like I could step in there and fucking go toe to toe with these <laughs> chicks, you know, but I'm just saying from a, from a spectator standpoint, you know, but I, I'm actually excited about this one. It should be a really good fight. But. Hell yeah. So, all right, th- ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank you for listening in this season. It's been fucking fantastic. Andre, yeah, what an ending. thank you for coming out for the show. It's thank been a blast having, having you. Yeah. It's been interesting. So, and, uh, Kev, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're done, guys. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Go hot.